Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the war room. We got Tez, Kill, Jimmy, PJ, B. Austin, the hot block commander. How you want to end up on a two-hour show and keep the brain running with the premise to talk sports on a national level. Both with the topic, sort of like the rubber. When it's game time, they like the bad five doing prime time. Sports conglomerates speak their minds a little bit. For sports medicine and sports veterans and great. The 4 for 26, so the war in Kuwait. It's the war room with five nights at the round table. Five silly guys, diversified and educated. What's really good, War Room family? You are once again live in the War Room, brought to you by War Room Sports on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. I'm one of your hosts, Jimmy the Blueprint, and I'm at the War Room Roundtable with my brother, B. Austin, the hot block commander. You know what I'm saying? Jaden Styles this evening. Our brother, Dev, is out doing community service, and, you know, so we, we are holding the fort down. NFL Week 7 is over, and Week 8 is on deck. The NBA season has already had a few surprises. And our Phillies are in the World Series. So we're also going to talk about how some sports legends are struggling with Father Tom. And we all know Father Tom is undefeated. So we're going to talk about all that ish. So sit back, relax. No, mind, let me stop. You know, I was about to get into my – I was about to start sitting bars, uh-huh. you know what I mean? Get sit the cognac. You have me. It's all watch money, money to the laundry mat. That's right. Listen, man. Um, but listen, I'm, I'm, just, just join us for the integrated man I'm going to react like a Rottweiler. Oh, my bad. <laughs> Join us in the greatest man cave that you ever want to visit. Episode 650 starts. Rizite Nizal. That sounded mad corny, but you know what I'm saying? Anyway, um, you can join us in the chat room at blogtalkradio.com slash the war room or join us on Facebook or Twitter. That's at war room sports. We'll also be taking your calls in about 30 minutes on the digital extreme technologies hotline. And that number is 323-410-0012. You know what I'm saying? Before we get started, though, uh, uh, be awesome, man. You know, um, have you cut ties with Ye yet, or are you still doing business with him? Um, no, nah, we never really – we really haven't – we really haven't been in communication or had ties with, with Ye since Donda went to uh, become an ancestor. Once that happened, like, we, we – uh, so we were early. We were early with getting off that boat. Okay, respect, respect. Rest in power to Donda. I don't really like even talking about Bull and everything that's going on. Back when Bull was black. Folks folks out here talking about chess and all this. and People just skip over the anti-black stuff, and I I can't do that. So, you know, with all that being said, man. Yo, yo, yo. Cap wanted to have this dot. What you just said is the most, like, oh, man this, that, and then this, that, and the third, and he's a, still a billionaire getting free. Yo, fam, he sat here and told you that Bull deserved to get his neck stepped on, and what we saw really wasn't what we saw. Huh? He disrespected Harriet Tubman. Slavery was a choice. Like, so for me, I, 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 you know, in, in the words of, uh, you know, Marcus Messiah Garvey, man, I put black folks before everything. Before, you know, Marcus Messiah Garvey said that come before religion, but that's either here nor there. But the fact of the matter is that someone who moves that way, once you once you do that, all the other stuff is meaningless. There's no there's no reason all to even debate stuff about any of the other stuff. Ma- it don't even matter. I don't care about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. people, and, and, and hero yeah. worshippers, sticker fans get so happy when their heroes are 
make a lot of money. And my, the sad thing, I'm watching black folks, like, show that their soul is for sale for someone else's money, not even their own. Yeah, not their own, right? So for me, you know, anybody that's anti-black, I'm anti-you, so therefore that's where that stops for me. But listen, Word man, you know, we, we got some stuff to get, you know, to, to talk about today. You know, just me and B. Austin, so this young going to be about a good 25 minutes. I'm joking, but I'm not. All right, so before we get started, we need to remind you that whether you're with us live or not, at any time or in demand, you can still check out our archive episodes of our show and all of our partner shows on the Warren Sports Podcast Network. That's on our own website, which is warvensports.com, or on any podcast listening platform that you use. You can find us there, the Warren Sports Podcast Network. There's never an excuse to miss an episode, so don't miss an episode. That's tissue with the tape, grocery lines, superstars, join appetit, only couch with the Wilsons, after further review. We got a bunch of shows, so check them out on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. But let's jump right into the topics, B. So what we're going to do now is talk about some hot topics. And shout out to uh, Skyview as well as Neil, who are in the chat room and hold us down as always. We shout love and appreciate you guys. Yeah, but Hot Topics is brought to you by my bookie. So listen, I ain't even got time to read this full ad. At this point, you've got to be down with my bookie, right? You know what I'm saying? Because the fact of the matter is you get paid fast. You can do in-game betting. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, if you're betting out there, why not use my bookie, right? So visit mybookie.ag and make sure you use the promo code WARROOM because what they're going to do is match your first deposit up to $1,000. So W-A-R-R-O-O-M, that's mybookie.ag. Use that code WARROOM. You know what I'm saying? Play, win, and get paid. That's all there is to it. But, listen, we got to talk about some baseball to start this uh, show off with just to get it out the way so we can talk about the stuff we want to talk about. But, um. <laughs> The Yankees and Padres are now packs that are flying in the air. They got smoked up. Uh, the Astros took care of the Yankees, and the Padres got thrown in the air. Um, so now the World Series is set where we have, you know, Philadelphia Phillies versus the Houston Astros. Um, you know, I'll be awesome. I know you're not uh, a, a big baseball watcher, but, you know, what do you think about this World Series, man? I will be at the parade. Yeah, I'm saying. <laughs> Let me bring it home. And my man Bryce Harper about to knock some ish out the park. You know what I'm saying? Five full player that he is. Oh, man. Listen, man. I got so, um, to help y'all you know. understand why I'm a Bryce Harper supporter, right? So, you know, y'all, everyone knows that the only thing I know about baseball is Jackie Robinson, Barry Bonds, and Manny Ramirez, right? Everybody knows that. But <laughs> I was at a Washington Nationals game. And, you know, because I, I this was before I educated myself. No, it was after. I had just forgotten all the education I got from 2008. And this was like 2014. And Bryce Harper went yard for a grand slam. And I was sitting right behind home plate. Do you know how exciting that is for a little kid that doesn't understand baseball? And, yes, I just called myself a little kid. I was a grown man there in the PNC Bank luxury suite behind home plate in D.C. (laughs) My mind is little little kid when it comes to baseball. All I care about is did he hit a home run? Oh, no? All right, well, call me. me I I will will not lie, though. As much trash as I talk about not being a big baseball fan, because, you know, we love who. Who's his religion? Football comes a close yeah. second, but hoops is like religion in the war room. But but the thing about baseball is yo, baseball ball is went, the best yo, live ball sport. hit a grand slam in front of me, Jim. Yo, yeah, live right, sport, right the live sport. Baseball is fire. 
Yeah, that's amazing. Yo, man. he hit it. In so front I of mean, me. you know, I was like, yo, they're facing the Astros. <laughs> so Bryce Harper here's, is here's kind of more. on my list. He on my list. He that boy all right, so, because of that. I mean, obviously, we're all rooting for the Phillies. We Philly guys, diversified and educated, so we're all rooting for the Phillies. But here's an interesting story, a little, little story about uh, what's going on in Philly sports, right? So Jalen Hurts is actually from Houston. And in the past, he's worn his, you know, Astros gear, supported them. But now he's claiming that he has to root for the Phillies now because he says that, you know, he's born in Houston, you know, but now he's a Philadelphian. He's a full Philadelphian, so he'll be rooting for the Phillies. You think that's facts or cap? You, you you believe him? No, I think I think it's cap, but Bull is trying to get right up underneath Dr. J, Moses, AI, Chuck, and Michael Vick. And I don't know how Michael Vick landed on that list, but he's on it. And Jimmy will tell you, he ain't do nothing, but he's on it. Like he's trying to get up. So Mike like, Vick, Mike Vick big. is on that list for the black community, dog. Black black people in yeah. every city love Mike Vick. And, love, love and by Mike. the way, I see Scott. I see your question about Rick Flair. I think Rick Flair's from like Minnesota or Carolina, somewhere like that. I don't know, one or the other. But um, yeah, getting back to the, to that. Um, I don't know. Jalen Hurts trying to get on that list, yo. Jalen. He's doing everything list. to kind of like um embrace the city. And, you know, that's why I always joke and say that, like, he does everything well except throw the football. Um, you know, so. <laughs> Rick Flair from Memphis. Taylor Hurts. That's a joke, Taylor Hurts. He's from where? No, it's not really true. He's from Memphis. Rick Flair. Okay, I think he's from, from Minnesota or Carolina, one of them. I'm not sure, though. But, uh, yeah, that's Memphis, what we do. No, Rick Hurts. Flair he's from like, Memphis, he, Tennessee. Oh, he is? The yeah, bottles of Tennessee. Um. Yeah, but my thing is this, though, uh, in terms of um, Jalen Hurts, right? Like, yo, you need more people, though. Like, we just, nah. Like, no one believes nah, but Yeah, we, I know, mean, you we know. know it's cap. It's full-on cap game. It's full-on cap. Yeah. But at the end of the day, though, like, you, you got to say that. And, you know, shout-out to him for recognizing that. You know what I'm saying? Well, we don't believe you. You need more people. So, um, but... You know, once again, we are all rooting for the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, the series starts tomorrow, so, you know, we'll see how things play out. Should be very, very interesting. So, shout out to the Phillies and congratulations on making the World Series. Let's start with that. Um, but something else to talk about, right? We're going to talk about this NBA season because this is what we really want to talk about. You know, we love hoops and, and football. But the NBA season is off to a start, and one of the more interesting stories is the Sixers and Lakers, right? They both ass cheeks. The Sixers right now are one and four. The Lakers are zero and four, and they both cheeks like they, you know, two pack of ass right here. Um, here's the question for you though: Which team do you believe has a better chance of getting off the deck right now? Sixers, um, because, and and it's really simple. Uh, for those of you that that y'all y'all can understand this, right? So, in order to play and win successfully a basketball game, you must shoot the ball. If you research this, the Los Angeles Lakers are the worst shooting team since Dr. Naismith put up the peach basket. (laughs) It goes goes back that far. Like, yo, they, they have no one that can shoot the basketball. No one. They gotta. They gotta yeah. make a trade. They gotta get a shoot. Yeah. 
And I and I do right believe now, they will. I'm, I'm right? sending my resume. I'm available. Yeah. And and Tobias, like, and, and Scott, you mentioned this in the chat. He said he don't even realize what the Tobias is playing because he said he's robbing the Sixers right now. Um, But, you know, it's I, – I agree that it's the Sixers, but they're in trouble too because it looks like they quit on Doc, y'all. Like, their body language is nasty. Like, and – Someone else was pointing something out to me. I don't know if it's true or not, but this is all based on violence. It's like, looks like JoJo don't want to be there no more. Like, and some people were speculating it's because Harden brought all his old Rocket buddies over there, and now JoJo is like, you know, losing the team, so to speak. I don't know, but he definitely looks like his head isn't in it. Um, that's yeah. just based on my years of studying body language, uh, which consists of going on Twitter. But... Um, yeah, it's bad. In the Lakers, you're absolutely right. No shooting at all. Uh, their new coach seems to be struggling a little bit in terms of like just getting them to play as a team. It's 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 nasty over there too. So it's just nasty work everywhere. They both they both cheat. Yeah, and they're both like into the, the Sixers. What's scary about the Sixers is they're losing the bad team, Joe. They lost to the Spurs, who are actually trying to tank. It's nasty work, but I agree. I think that the Sixers still got a better chance because I think that when I look at both of those teams, I think that as of right this second, not you know, not not looking at their history because obviously Harden and LeBron are MVPs of this league, but I think right now right. JoJo is the current best player out of both of those teams. Um, and Anthony right. Davis is still there as well, but he got to step it up. But I'm just saying, like, so for me, I, I would agree with the Sixers, but I don't Anthony know if Davis, they quit on Anthony top. Davis but yeah, he's about to get injured tonight. I don't know if you heard. <laughs> Here's my thing, though. If the Sixers are quitting on Doc, I mean, Sam I am is sitting right there waiting for a gig. I think Sam I am better get that gig because if not, he definitely got hired right. somewhere else. What up? What? He's in line. I'm supposed to get mad at that? <laughs> I'm supposed to be mad at that? So, you know, we'll see. Time will tell. It's a long season. But uh, Sixers and Lakers, both cheeks right now, man. Um, Real quick, the stat of the week. NBA Top Shot is on pace to do $2.5 million in sales this month. What makes that interesting is in February of last year, they were doing $2.5 million every eight hours. So the traffic on there is significantly down. Um, how would that work out? Again, only time will tell. But we thought that was an interesting statistic just in general, like in terms of revenue. That's crazy. So yeah, you know, I don't know if you got any thoughts on that, be awesome. Uh, My thoughts on that is nasty. But, I mean, it's a different economic climate. Folks ain't sitting home right now. Folks don't got the disposable income they had then. You know what I mean? And PPPs ain't hitting the accounts no more. You know what I mean? That's you know, Stimmies ain't hitting the account. Stimmies ain't hitting the account no more. Stimmy, ooh, they running out of the Stimmies. Yeah. Yo, it's going to be it's gonna be uh, documentaries and um and comedies made about how them Stimmies is hitting the, them accounts, man. That was that was a uh, what a time to be alive. Stimmies hitting the account. But anyway, man, um, let's get to the quote of the week. And I think you're going to have some thoughts about this. At least I think you do. So this is a quote from David Carr, who, uh, you know, talks football. He's a pundit now. He said that if you swap the nameplate off of Geno Smith and Russell Wilson, you would say that Geno was an MVP candidate. Basically what he's saying is Geno is playing at a level now that if he wasn't Geno Smith – you know, based upon how he's played this season, he would be an MVP candidate. But the name, the reason his name's not being mentioned is because he's Geno Smith. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, Russell Wilson has a name, that, you know, that brand. 
hundred percent. I mean, the media, and this is this is a part. A part of this is the media is in love with certain people, but another part of this is is in fairness. They're waiting to see if Gino's going to turn back into a pumpkin. Now, if Gino holds this all the way through, then you can look back at it and say, "Oh man, y'all should have gave him serious consideration, objectively and non-biased." But mm-hmm. at this point, seven games in, they're like, "All right, he had a great run, but do I really want to talk about him as an MVP? Because there's a chance that he falls off a cliff and turns back into Geno Smith." I got a different perspective. My perspective okay. is, my perspective is Geno is doing great because we're comparing him to old Geno. Like Geno's playing well. But MVP, you know, they're four and three, cuz. Like, they're four and three, and now you're talking about good. him being an MVP on a four and three team. Like, you're only doing that. Like, so I have the opposite. Like, you're only doing that because you're comparing him to old Geno. And, again, this is not disrespectful to Geno. Geno's playing well. He's having a great season. But he's not having an MVP season. I could name four other quarterbacks that are putting up, like, way better numbers. Like, he's not, he's not having an MVP season. He's having a – Damn, that's Geno season. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's yeah, a great. That's, that's a great like, point. No, that's a that's a great. That's a great point. You know what I mean? That's like, he's, great, he's that's four great. and three. <laughs> that's a yeah, really so, great point. No, you know. So yeah. let me ask statistically: if you've looked at his statistics, uh, uh, record notwithstanding, are the statistics MVP-ish? I'm not talking about the result because four right. and three. I get you. Let's let's uh let me look up some uh, stuff real fast to see where Gino ranks amongst NFL passing leaders right now, and that's the crazy okay. part. Like MVP candidate. Meanwhile, Joe Burrow, <clears throat> Joe Burrow, and Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen playing out of their mind. Anyway, in terms of passing yards, where does he rank? Um, Patrick Mahomes is one, Burrow two, Herbert, Matt Ryan, Josh Allen. Tom Brady, then you get to Geno. So he's one, two, Matt three, Ryan. four, five, six, seven. He's seventh in passing yards. All right, let's go to passing touchdowns now. Where is he at? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. He's eight in touchdowns. He's thrown 11 touchdowns. Meanwhile, Patrick Mahomes got a dub. So Patrick Mahomes, honestly, is at the top of all of this stuff. That's what's crazy. Yeah. In terms of rating. All right, so rating, if we're looking back at that, wow, let's get to it. Uh, Patrick Mahomes again. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes' rating is 109.5. Geno Smith is not even, sheesh. Uh, he's not even in the top, like, 25. Oh, here he is. No, I'm sorry. I, I shouldn't say that. So his rating is, no, actually, his rating is pretty high. I couldn't find him. Here he is. He's actually, like, fourth. So he's fourth in like rating or whatever, but statistically speaking, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Joe yeah, Burrow, yo, and even yo, Tua stated Carr got ahead of himself. He was tripping. He was tripping. Now, it's actually you know Geno's playing extremely well. So let's not let's not get that twisted. Like Geno was balling. Um, but I think that that was like that was a hot take. You know what I'm saying? Like bowling to chill. You know what I'm saying? But that was the quarter of the week, nonetheless, by David Carr. A um, couple NFL trades happened, too, B. Austin. So we had uh, Christian McCaffrey went to the Niners for some picks. Also, Robert Quinn to the Eagles, which is interesting. The Eagles are 6-0 and still out here 
going forward, they on the L.A. Rams type-ish. Um, Kadarius mm-hmm. Tony went to the Chiefs. Receiver going to the Chiefs. So, um, any of those trades stand out to you? What do you think is uh, interesting about what's happening in the trade market right now? Uh, the Caucasian running back through the Niners is going to pay huge dividends because he becomes yeah, a, a part to Debo. Now you have two people Duh. that do the same thing. They may say they're different positions, but they really are split backs. They're uh, Canadian. Uh, what do they call? It? What do they call the? Uh, what do they call the slot man in Canada? Something backs. They're, 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 yo, <laughs> yo. That that was huge. That was huge. Yeah. So I was looking at their offense this week, and they lost the game. But I was sitting there because. They threw they threw Hatcher right in there and gave him the ball a couple times and I'm like, damn, they didn't even give my man a chance to learn the playbook. He just got there two days ago. They just threw him right in, like, yo, hey, take the rock. But I'm looking at their offense, heady, I'm like, Hold on, so they got Debo. They got Debo. They got they got Christian. They got Kittles. Um, they got the boy Brandon Ayuk who's no who's no slouch. I'm like, they put some weapons out there. Like you add him to the mix, this opens everything up. I'm like, they're gonna be dangerous. Cause you got Kittle, you know, um, across the middle. You got Debo. You like it's. Yeah, you can get spooky hours out there, but again, it still comes down to who's throwing on the rock, right? Jimmy G going to step his game up, or you know, it's more pressure on him at this point. It's like, yo, you got the weapons now, so what you going to do with it? You know what I mean? So, but uh, also Robert Quinn to the Eagles is interesting. I saw a statistic that said that Robert Quinn has been double teamed playing for the Bears more times this season than anybody because. His statistics were down, so people was like, "Cause he still got it." But if you dig deeper, it's because playing for the Bears, he's getting doubled every play. They can't do that when he comes with this Eagles defense, which is arguably the best defense in football. You're, you're, you can't. You're, you're, ab- you're absolutely dead on. So is Robert Quinn an iconic world beater? No, but is he a borderline fringe All Pro who one on one? is going to win most of the time. Double team is going to win some of the time. Absolutely. So now, I don't know if you remember going back to Vaughn Miller. Remember when Vaughn Miller was falling off and he was done in Denver? And then all yeah. of a sudden now, getting to, yo, it's the same principle. I'm not saying Robert Quinn is Vaughn Miller-type talent. No, I got, he's not. I got you. But, but yeah, but he should, he should he play well, Eagles, playing around all that talent. There, there is no double team that he's going to see, and you're counting on him to beat one-on-one with Hassan on the other side? Yo, boy, going to end up – he's going to end up with double-digit sacks. Mark my word. Yo, that's going to be scary, yo. They, 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 yo, and and the crazy part is, man, yo, Rob once again got to uh, gotta apologize to uh, Howie, man. Howie is still out here making it work, yo. Howie, <laughs> Howie gets busy, yo. Like – how he gets busy, man. So, so Robert Quinn is another uh, pickup. Kadarius uh, to the Chiefs, adding more receiver uh, power. But um, here's a question I want to get your opinion on, man. Um, right now, the Green Bay Packers are struggling, as are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and Brady and Rodgers both don't look themselves. Um, so the question I have is, do you think Father Tom is caught up with these gentlemen? And if you had to place your money on one of them to kind of like bounce back and have, you know, turn it around this season. Who you put your money on? It's just it's just common sense. It's just common. Aaron Rodgers is out there dependent on Larry, Manny, Moe, and Jack, and he's not, he hasn't really had to deal with that. 
I see him bouncing back. Brady is five years short of 50 years old. (laughs) Brady is old enough to be someone very young, vibrant, partying, dancing grandfather. His great, like he's old enough to yeah. be his grandpa pop. Brady, Brady, yeah, he's definitely, yeah, he, uh, yeah, he definitely got kids that like grew up. You say grew up watching him, like literally. Think about it. You yeah. take twenty years off Brady, he's still twenty five. What's that? Twenty five. So, yeah. you know, this kid's in the league that literally. It's players. Like, that's, it's that's players crazy. in the league. It's players in the league that weren't born when he started playing. Yo, that is absolutely insane. Also, yeah. right, and pause what I'm getting ready to say. Pause this because, you know, but just looking at Brady, right, he looks like he's, yo, I've seen homies and I've personally been through, like, hard breakups, right? My dude looks like he ain't eating. His face is all sunken in. I'm like, he really going through it on a personal level. And I don't know how easy it is. And that's why he was just making those statements he made last week about the NFL being like the military and all that kind of stuff because, my dude, think, like he's think, going through it, though. Like Giselle, Giselle had that fire. Dog, I Never think mind. that oh, I think it's even bigger than that. I think my man, like, okay. pretty much ruined his whole family. Like, he lost yeah. his family for for Over. for uh, an eight for an eight eight season. I ain't about to be seven yeah, and I, nine. Like, obviously, like um, you know, there's a lot of season left, and we'll see if he can turn it around. But at the end of the day, it's a bad it's look, a dog. He could have walked it's away, a lot and, of you know. But let me also throw this out there too. It's not Brady. Brady ain't in the same situation as Aaron Rodgers. Mike Evans. Yeah. Mike Evans is a Pro Bowl top ten wideout. Chris Godwin is there. Is Chris Godwin Chris Godwin right now? Probably not. They've been hurt. But also, what I will say is this though: that uh, that gentleman they got playing running back, like playoff, he, he my size, like. Yeah, he my size, and I ain't no running back dog. I'm a defensive lineman. He 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 my size, so he, you know, he yeah, gonna be coming up. Yeah, he won, he won, like, what happened to the ball, man? He won. He won biscuit away from D tackle, like not D and D D tackle. Like he's he's yeah, like yo yeah. How you how you show up like that trying to play halfback? Like what's wrong with you, cuz? <laughs> yo, he called him a halfback. But <laughs> he a fullback. <laughs> yeah, he a fullback. Yeah, how about that? My yeah, man out there bigger man. than so, Mike I mean, Allstock. One man out there bigger than yeah, Mike Allstock's pad. <laughs> Yo, he's bigger than Warren Sapp. What are you talking about? <laughs> Warren Sapp has a little pad. <laughs> but, yo. Yo. So, uh, why you Warren Sapp was out there with make. kicker's pads on, yo? <laughs> yo, stop, <laughs> man. But, yo. <laughs> yo, playoff, yeah, yo, man, playoff so money is... is out here playing running back at 279. You can't skip. You can't skip to the playoffs, though, dog. You got to get there first. <laughs> anyway, man. So I, it's it's you know this. I hate watching like guys who are legends like just get old like this. I don't like it. Like normally, like normally, this, normally know, I would be with you, but because he drinks uh he drinks wombat blood and is part of the Sith Empire, I don't, I don't really mm-hmm. feel, feel no way about bull. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I got you right, but Brady. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of. Anyway, man, I'm kind of so happy that, that, up, that, that the dark side is abandoning him. Kind of happy. Yeah, I'm yeah. Cool with it. 
he definitely uh he definitely made a deal. Tobias, I see you on the line. We're gonna get to you in one second after me and be able to go through this back <laughs> And I know that's his squad. That that's his Buccaneers, man. Um, you know, but it is what it is, man. Let's 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 do a quick pick six B awesome before we get to Bias on the line. Um, I'm going to go over six games real quick, and just let me know who you got winning these games, man. We got the Ravens at the Buccaneers, as we just mentioned. Who you got, Ravens or Buccaneers? I got the good I got the good quarterback. I got Deshaun Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Deshaun Jackson is back. He's back. All right. Um, yes, sir. I'm going to go with. Hey, cut. Hey, cut. Hey, cut. It couldn't keep me out on neighborhood. Yo. <laughs> neighborhood. I'm going with the Ravens as well. Uh, Cardinals at Vikings. Who you got? I will never pick dude, so I'm going with the Vikings. My bad. I'm going with the Vikings just because, from my understanding, this my is bad, not, yeah. who plays tonight. Yeah, who plays tonight? I gotta see who plays tonight because I don't think this is a some uh, ad game. Yeah, let me see who plays tonight real fast before I before I say what I, uh, I'm going to say because Kirk Cousins is terrible if it's a uh, the bright the you know the spotlight. That's the Ravens and the Bucks. This tonight. is a regular. Oh, that's all right. So that's Thursday night's game. Oh, I'm definitely going with the Buccaneers. My name Prime Brady only had a couple of days to heal, so yeah, I'm definitely going with the Ravens then. All right, man. So I'm going with the Vikings. We both hey, going with the yo, Vikings. Neighborhood going to get deep tonight. Oh, <laughs> so we got the uh, the Commanders at the Colts. Who you rolling with? Yo, yo the Commanders game, are the Commanders are cluster B. So I'm gonna go with the Colts. But not even because I necessarily want. I really. I think both of these teams are playing with their second quarterbacks, but I'm gonna go with the Colts just because they home. I don't even want to pick that game. Now, yeah. here's where it gets interesting. The Niners, right? They're they're, they're second week with their new toy and uh, the Rams. They're playing at the Rams. So you got Niners or Rams? Niners. All right, you got Niners. the Niners. I'm going to go with the Rams on this one. I'm going to go with the home team. It's the first game that we differ on. Um, now, next game, we got Packers at Bills. Who you got? Bills by a million. Yeah, I think the Bill, oh, yeah, I think Aaron Rodgers' pack is going in the air. I think the Bills might beat them by, like, a good 25-30. Um, we'll see, though. Uh, Giants at Seahawks. MVP candidate Geno Smith. <laughs> <laughs> versus MVP candidate Saquon Barkley, man. Giants at Seahawks. Who you got? Yo. The Seahawks might have a better quarterback than the Giants, but I'm going with the Giants. Yo, I'm going with the Giants because I think that they got some sort of like, yo, the Giants be winning games like, yo, they they find, they get lucky almost every week. I'm watching these games like, yo, they, uh, <laughs> yo, they got the opposite they got luck rabbit, of the They got their rabbit's foot in their pocket. Yeah, they definitely do, man. The ball, that ball, and you know, that's their coach name. I'm not making it up. That ball is really that ball. Don't even ask how. Don't even ask how. Um, you from Philly? Before we move on, though, man. Yeah, man. So let me, let me, let me. Oh, I'm looking at the, I'm looking in the chat real quick. Tobias, I'm about to bring you on a second. Um, let me see. It says my cousin is 45 and is a 13 year old grandson. So B ain't lying. Damn, yeah, Tom's wrong. Um, oh, Scott, you said his mom was a grandma at thirty-eight. He had a grandbaby at thirty-two. Yeah, uh, Scott, you said his mom was a grandma at thirty-eight. But in all fairness, she had him when she was thirteen. With that being said, though, man, 
Tobias. Jokes, man. I see. can't tell him. I love y'all. Let's see. Roll damn scissors. It's Tobias right here. Tobias, what's good? Man, what's going on, gentlemen? Tobias and Brandon. How are you, good brother? Roll damn time. Man, I don't have no kids. I wear rubbers. Uh, I don't want to pay child support. Uh, but, hey, Alabama's off. They need an off week because these soft-ass clowns be talking about they have anxiety. I'm like, but uh, like, how the hell are you scared? <laughs> you know? But uh, anyway, uh, Tom Brady, it's like it's funny, right, because if they like you, and plus I said when Todd Bowles got, got chose as the next coach, that he gonna have so much pressure on him because they're not gonna blame Brady. They will blame mm-hmm. him and offensive coordinator Byron Leftwich. Even though Bucks fans get mad at me when I say they have no speed, no home run hitters, no one with any jiggle or wiggle, or whatever, and they haven't built the team to suit Tom Brady. That's Brady won't block. That's not true. Y'all got Scotty Miller. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, he's white, so Brady likes him. He had Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley retired when they told him to take a vaccine. But, uh, you know, but yeah, they supposed to have a pass. Ca- but, see, the problem is they kept handing on these old guys. Why are you signing Julio Jones who's been hurt for the past two or three years instead of saying we go to draft to get a young receiver or a pass catching tight end? And, uh, and so, but at the same time, Brady hasn't played well. And, uh. You know, but they, like fans and media don't want to admit that, and it's okay he's not playing well because he's forty-five damn years old. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. he shouldn't be playing NFL quarterback right now. Uh, so, so let me ask you a question, th- right? You think you think that you think Aaron Rodgers is a better shot of like you know picking it back up this season? Nope, because. One, I bet on Buffalo already. Take with 10 points. I already bet on that one. Uh, <laughs> but, no, because, one, their coach is terrible, too. And, uh, but also, they have no skill at all. And I just don't think they're going to get it. And they're so far behind their division to the Vikings. The Bucks are still in first place by the right now uh, in that division. But uh, So, I don't think Aaron Rodgers got a shot. I think the Bucks probably still win the division. Hell, Atlanta may end up winning that division. <laughs> the way it's looking. Yo, yo, Atlanta, man, they be playing teams tough. Like, you know, I know they got Marcus yeah. Mariota, but they be out here playing teams tough. They they not punks. Yep, and they've been covering for me. Oh, yeah, I stayed away last week because I saw a couple of corners were down. I said, yep, I'm staying away. Uh, Seattle's been giving me love all year, too. Uh, <laughs> you know, but – I just think yeah, I'm like, taking the Bills. I don't care. Yo, I don't care if the Bills is giving twenty. I'm taking the Bills. They're gonna beat. I'm taking that. Night <laughs> game. They're gonna make a statement. <laughs> gonna be, but uh, like, yeah, they're gonna beat. The, like, not we, out of the Packers. Yeah, we want like, and I see these hot take shows and stuff. These guys are still blaming Russell Westbrook, and I'm thinking to myself, is is the GM getting smoke for for like uh, putting this team together? Is AD gonna get any smoke? Uh, it's like yo, Russell I'm, Westbrook I'm, has become yo, the scapegoat. Yeah, I agree with that a hundred percent, and and I definitely we hold Russell Westbrook accountable for the outfits that he wears and the mess ups in the games. Russ, yo, he he's not the reason that the Lakers are that bad. 
Like mm-hmm. it's not him. And but you know, the funny thing is, the funny thing is, Russ is Russ is playing terrible. Don't get me twisted. Like he's not the he's he not is. the main reason. But but he makes it he makes it worse with his responses to questions though because Russ still be snapping like you still the MVP Russ and that's not who you are. Like if they ask him a question like my dude said he played well when he had like yo like ten turnovers zero for seven like shot like three percent from the field he's like y'all play well like yo he be out there like still acting like you're the Russ of old when you're not that his responses like and all that does is make them go even crazier at you. Yeah. Because I remember Dad Rose had those injuries, and he was like, I'm cool being a sixth man. He was honest about where he was. Grant Hill was as well. Like, I'm using those examples. Uh, the problem is, is that this is why I give the GM the smoke. Getting Russell Westbrook and expecting him to be different is like women expecting future to be, or Nick Cannon to be responsible parents. It ain't happening. Uh, he is yeah. who he is. And see, these front offices accumulate talent, but they don't build teams. This team building is different than just grabbing players. And the team that won the bubble, they chose THT over Caruso for the same money. Caruso knew his role. He could play D and get you to open shot every now and then. But I just think that they need to trade AD, to be honest. That might be the only piece they have of value. Like yeah. my guy, and by the way, Nick Cannon, like Nick Cannon, I think he's had you know congratulations to him. I think he just had number twelve, or you know was announced that he has his twelfth on the way. You know, unlike Tobias, uh, Nick Cannon said uh, no condom forever, or you know whatever they won't. Said. But yo, speaking you know, of but, that, uh, though, your man, your man, your man, your man, um, your man D Rose is on a uh, Matt Hoffa's podcast, and I'm watching the clips of it. I ain't know D Rose was a low key hotel, like. He drink noni juice and like yo, he goes to Dr. Yeah. Umar rallies. I had no idea. Yo, right. and, 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 and Tibbs and Tibbs is all in favor for it and went to him and said, Yo, you get in fact you know, him and Tibbs got a relationship like AI and uh and Larry. So they like mm-hmm. like okay. tight. Tibbs was like, "Yo, you getting fat? Drop it." So boiled down to like, I be rooting for Rose so much, man, and y'all know why too. Same reason I root against the ball from uh, the Arizona Cardinals, but that's another dialogue. I root for Rose because he's a hotel type dude. Um, I feel like if given the opportunity, he he may even have another All Star berth in him, man. I just I see it, man. I know the knees, but you want it. I you want it. it. You don't say you, you, you. That's what you you want to see it. Let's put it that way. <laughs> he had a shot a couple of years ago, but he didn't get it, you know. But one thing yeah, is, think of the whole tips. Uh, I hey Aaron Donald out there tap dancing worse than the late Gregory Hines out there today. Uh, <laughs> hey, listen, listen. He 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 had his talking points and he stuck to it. I had to make a decision that was best for me and my family. He like, yeah, I had to make a decision that was best for my family. That's what me and my family are. And so I say, hey, listen, his publicist gave him his talking points and he didn't he didn't go away from it at all. Hey, that was and a good question. That dude phrased it perfectly. Aaron Donald was uh, a question at a press conference about his uh, association with Kanye West because he um down to sports, but uh, 
they asked him, like, well, why didn't you leave when he said what he said about black people? And he <laughs> tap danced all the way around him. I man looked like Gregory Hines. Yeah. Hey, he was tap dancing <laughs> like the dude did the Bill Cosby. Yo, challenge. Yo. <laughs> Yo, yo, that 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 that's one of my biggest issues with all of this. It's like, yo, we are demonstrating how much or how little we think of ourselves, and it's like, listen, salute, salute to the Semitic community and the Ashkenazi community. I'm not mad at y'all at all. Because at all, y'all, y'all, y'all did, and y'all do what y'all supposed to. They don't yeah, like like some of the stuff that they get they get nervous about or they go at people for. It's honestly a compliment. Like yo, y'all control banking. I wish I wish they control banking. Y'all control media. <laughs> I wish they control media. I ain't mad at y'all. Like if we could, it, it, you know, I'm I'm not mad. I think it's a I think their unity and commitment to their culture is actually a beautiful thing. And we've gotten to a point and a place where other other ethnic groups of a lighter hue have done some heinous things throughout history and some Macarab things to where now it's taboo to celebrate culture and ethnicity because of what it means like. Black power doesn't mean the same thing as white power. Just like Black Lives Matter, before it was co-opted by those those people, doesn't mean the same as White Lives Matter. And we know this, but it's like, yo, the 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 way we we meaning Black folks are behaving towards Kanye, it's like we were irritated because of what he said about us, but he would have got a pass. Now that he said something about them, it's almost like our actions, I'm not going to say our feelings, but our actions are more drastic than they would be with him disrespecting us, like his own people. Like, yo, it's hey, crazy. Hey, uh, Tobias, we don't set B. Austin off. He sound like Derrick Rose now. Yo, that's my young boy, man. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen – I don't know if you've seen his uh, – um, in, in Tobias. He, I, did, I, didn't, I, didn't see, I didn't see that clip, but shout out to – There you go. You can hear me now. Shout, shout out, shout out to you the now. friend you now, of the show, Math, Math Hoffman. Yeah, that, because that's, yeah, that's, our, that's Math, our people, Math, man. But, yo, Math is yeah, people. I liked it, but, uh, and but you know – I'm so happy. I'm so happy for where he's going and where his career is transcending to, the quality of the interviews. He's a hell of a media – person yo mm-hmm. salute to him he's still doing his thing and he i like him tackling certain guests and bringing certain certain and that was a hell of an interview i haven't seen the clip i think y'all are referring to because i don't watch his whole interviews at one time i just go through a series of like 12 yeah. minute clips and that's how i i consume his podcast but yo salute to him salute to Derek rose i've seen i think four clips so far and uh, I knew his story, but it's 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 great to see it again and hear it. I, it's great to hear it from him versus how it was told to me. And, and he cares about. He could tell he really cares about the people in the community. Really cares yeah. about the people. Yeah, uh, 
And like y'all was saying is that, like, you're right. And that's why we're not mad at the Semantic community. We're like, we need to be like them because I've yet to meet a Jewish Jason Whitlock or a Jewish Herschel Walker or a Jewish Candace Owens. Wow. Uh, yeah. 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 They on code. Yeah. And us, what, so what's what, say? Let me ask you, Tobias, you brought up an interesting name, not to cut you off, and, and we got we to gotta get back on track and on sports, but I got to ask. So I'm here in Atlanta. So I see Herschel Walker for the brainless, spineless coon that he is. But you're in another. So what are you seeing and hearing when it comes to Herschel? One, First of all, his name that was is a, Herschel. One, that's a sad debate ever between he and Raphael Warnock. <laughs> you know, for uh, they all they doing is like cause it's a red state. Pretty much they cheering on Herschel. You know, Herschel style. Like he can't read. It's just how it is. You know. And we know why. But Yo. I got one other sports thing for you guys before I run. Um, mm-hmm. One, y'all might want to bet on the Vikings because the new Modern Warfare Call of Duty game dropped this week. Let you know that. Okay. Kyle Murray going to okay. be on that. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, like, one, if Doc Rivers going to make it a Veterans Day, I said Halloween he may go to Veterans Day on November 11th. Uh, two, uh, Ben Simmons is going to get choked by Kyrie and KD. And and, and yeah, people man. say that, cause they say, well, he don't have to shoot. This ain't 1988. You got, cause all they're going to do is foul you, put you on the line. <laughs> and, uh, and that's it, because you cannot play four or five today's NBA. And especially you ain't Bruce Bonga. Even Bruce Bonga hit the corner three. <laughs> you hit the know? corner three, yeah. And so no. you still had to guard him. Yo, 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 listen, Tobias, this is the perfect storm. And what you have is a guy that really isn't passionate about basketball but realizes where his bread is buttered financially. Back in the game, has been away from the game for for two years. Might, because of the back thing, might not have the same athleticism he once had and is trying to fit into a new system where they figure, oh, you're just going to go back to being the old Ben. No, 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 no. And we all know as men of a certain age who hooped, I'm assuming you hoop, Tobias, we hoopers. Scoring and your offensive prowess is skill-based, and it actually gets better as your athleticism wanes. As you get older and you can't jump as high, run as fast, the skill level goes up and scoring becomes easy. Well, what if you ain't got no skill or heart to score? His game is predicated on athleticism, which he might get yep. losing. Wow. Yep. Tobias, I got, a, I got a question for you before you get out of here. Um, it comes from the chat. Skyview wants to know, does Nick Cannon have a baby with a black woman? I don't have the answer, so um, just ask him to see if you got the answer. He does. I saw a story. He does have one with a black woman. So that's the equivalent of a bigoted white person saying I have – or or I say that's the equivalent of Nick Bosa saying I have black friends too. <laughs> oh, I got you. <laughs> All right, Tobias. Man, how about this next week, good brother? Hey, you guys take it easy, man. Keep up the good work. Hey, and by the way, before I, I go, you, who, who's going who's gonna to come to work first, Kawhi Leonard or Dev? <laughs> Why? We'll find out. That's a, that's a, that's a easy, great man. question, man. That's a great question. All right, man. We'll holler at you. <laughs> Shout out to Tobias, man. Real quick, though, man, 
Um, anyone who want to call in is 323-410-0012, but I doubt you'll be able to get in because me and B. Austin do not play games when it's just us two. Like I said, we, we talk about the topics. We don't, we don't, you know, belabor the points. But shout out to y'all anyway, man, and shout out to Tobias for always calling in, right? But it's time to talk about what happened this past week, why you were on the grind, which is brought to you by Digital Extreme Technologies. So you or your busy to custom website, go to digitalextremetech.com or call 267-205-4203 and say, yeah, and you will get taken care of. But it's time to talk about what happened this past week while you were on the side. So another woman has come forward and claimed that Herschel Walker got her pregnant and drove her to the abortion clinic. This is the anti-abortion Herschel. Um, do you believe her? What you? I mean, you down there where you know you down there in Herschel territory, man. What do you think about this, man? Hundred percent, hundred and twenty percent. Um, he um, let me give you a profile, and and you'll really appreciate this. This is we we're about to lose uh some of our listenership, uh some of the millions that tune in. Um, you know you know the history, of course, of the Willie Lynch uh letters, right? And how that yes, was set up. Yes. Herschel Walker to a to a to an atom in his body is described in the Willie Lynch letters. And so he's one of he's a big black buck that was given <laughs> privileges to lord over his quote unquote people. He doesn't know. He doesn't know how to read. He's not educated. He's not. But the powers that be appreciate and support him because he will do a better job of holding society back. By society, I mean folks that look like you and I, than any other type of person could. He will do the work, and one of the treats that they give him is the opportunity to copulate outside of his ethnicity. And so he's gone copulation crazy through the years. And now you can imagine someone with his wit and intelligence and his ability to articulate, none of those things are strong. So it's all about his, you know, the fetish of him being him and fetishizing of of us. And so – yeah, yo, he he shot he shot the club up. He shot a thousand Caucasian clubs up. Yo, so there's quick, probably uh, Neil says in the chat. Up. Neil says in the chat that uh, there are so many women who are anti-abortion that had abortions and they're outside holding the signs and everything, but their abortions were justified though. Yeah, it's just it's kind of ridiculous. I mean, um, but the thing about Herschel, what makes it interesting is it kind of doesn't matter. Like, people keep trying to do, like, a gotcha-type journalism with Herschel. Yeah, it don't, and the it don't people matter. that are voting for Herschel, it don't even matter. Like, yeah, yeah people voting for Herschel doesn't matter. They don't, don't care about his character. They don't care about integrity. They don't care about none of that. So Michael Rubin um, had an interesting week. He uh, announced that, uh, you know, so the fanatics that he owns, owns Mitchell and Ness. And what he did was he expanded the Mitchell and Ness ownership group. So Fanatics owns 100% of Mitchell and Ness, but he, the Fanatics keeps 75%. 25% equity of the company, um, you know, 
were given to, I think uh, a lot of folks currently are a part of it, uh, including Sean Carter and uh, Meek and a couple other folks. But he added folks to that, which includes Braun, KD, CP3, CJ McCollum, Devin Booker, James Harden, Joel Embiid, OBJ, Rich Paul, Rich Kleiman, and Kevin Hart. So he added them, uh, you know, to the ownership group of Mitchell and Ness, the throwback jersey companies, what they're most famous for. So, you know, he, he tries to give equity to his, his friends that he hangs with to try to make him look cool. But I got another question, though. He also sold his 10% stake in um in the Sixers, right? And do you think he gave any of his uh his buddies equity in that? No. Uh uh-uh. No, only only okay. we're only we're only gonna get equity in things where he can give them symbolism, token equity and get them to sell stuff. Yeah, so okay. All right, I just wanna just wanna ask, like with it you know, did he offer cause uh David Adelman so Michael Rubin sold his ten percent stake to David Adelman. Um and y'all could figure never mind. Be awesome. I guess you caught that. But you know, and David Adelman, by the way, is a real estate investor. He owns a campus apartment. Uh, but he bought Michael Rubin's ten percent stake in the Sixers for two hundred and fifty billion. Kanye You see what? Kanye has something yeah. to say about that. Yeah, so David Adelman got the ten percent stake from uh you know, his his uh his brother. And you know, but anyway. So we'll move on. But I'm you know, just wanna point out that Michael Rubin had a pretty, pretty busy week. Um, Nick Young, right? Nick Young says that uh Ice Cube's big three missed payments to players. I don't know how true this is, but Nick Young said, you know, he missed the payment, man. You think Ice Cube is in trouble? Well, I've been hearing the rumors that he's claiming the NBA is making a conscious effort to shut him down and make things. Yeah, I and heard after, that. after about three years of huge buzz, um, I noticed that this this year the big three didn't have the same splash or appeal. You know, mm-hmm. when it first started, excitement. Second year, third year, boom. I think this is the fourth year. This is the fourth year, and yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe it might be fourth or fifth. Yeah, yeah, and it, and it's not it's not the same. So I don't know who his sponsors are. I haven't seen the same media coverage, but uh, yeah, man, I I, I I I pray for Cube. That's all I could say. Okay, yeah. Shout out to the brother, man. I, I support you, Cube. Um, so hopefully things work out well. Um, last story here is uh, it's a notorious gambler. His name is Mattress Mac. Um, you know, he's a businessman in the uh, Houston area. But he made big bets on the Astros to win the World Series. And it said that if the Astros win the World Series, he's going to have the biggest payout in a sports bet history. He's going to get 75 mil if the Astros win based on this. My question is, you know, not that anything is fixed, but is Vegas going to let that happen? They're going to let Mattress Mac get 75 mil or no? No, can't do that. Yeah, I would have to agree with you. I would have, I would have to that. agree with you, B. I'll, I'll, hopefully, yeah, hopefully I don't see the headache. Yeah, I don't know, man. Mattress, mattress, man. I don't know about that, dog. 
you know, not I don't want y'all to win anyway, but you know, add that add that to the mix. And uh, yeah, I don't know, dog. Anyway, man, before we get out of here, though, let's talk about uh, you know, a couple of things. Let's talk about what happened to Zayn Sports History. But uh, be awesome. I gotta tell you this story too. And it's brought to you by Sports the Book, the greatest sports book ever written. Get it right at our hub of WarroomSports.com. But October twenty seventh, two thousand four. Right, Boston beat St. Louis three to zero in Game Four of the World Series, sweeping the series and winning their first title since 1918, lifting the infamous curse of the Bambino. And I thought this was important to be awesome because Manny Ramirez won the MVP of that World Series. So, yeah, you know, Manny. that's your guy. So, shout to Manny yeah. Ramirez, and that was uh, what happened this date in sports history. But it's time for us to get out of here. Be awesome. Like I said, that's not even seven yet, bro. I told you, good brother. We don't play no games, man. We get right to it, man. But thank you, everybody, support, for supporting us and joining us in the war room. Shout out to everybody in the chat room, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Shout out to all of our supporters on every site all across the Internet. One thing you want to do is check out our website, which is warroomsports.com. You can find all of our social media content, all of our everything. You know, pardon me, I got, I, you know, I got the, the bikes where I'm by. You know, I am in Philadelphia. But um, all of our social media contacts, all of our content, all of our videos, all of our podcasts, everything you can find at the Hub, including my book, Sports the Book, which is warroomsports.com. Shout out to Neil and Kev for holding us down as always. But until next time, everybody, don't accept mediocrity. Be steadfast in the war against ignorance, and we shall see you chumps on Till's Naive. www.warroomsports.com What? Ain't no more to it.